this is Kathy Kruger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And today our guest is Holly Vanderbeck, talking about the fight against melanoma. So stay tuned. I will not touch that dial. Oh, please don't. <laughs> Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser. My co-host Sarah O'Connell is away this week, but I have our producer at the mic, the lovely, the effervescent Kathy Kruger. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. And how are you today? I'm doing okay. And we have a great guest, a very dear friend of mine, Holly Vanderbeck. Hi, Holly. Hi, Jonah. And, Hi, know, that's, sort of, that's, Hi. Sort of, that's sort of alliteration. Hi, Holly. I'm going to say it like 39 times. Hi, Holly. Hi. <laughs> and we're talking about melanoma, all right? And Holly, what is melanoma? Melanoma is a form of skin cancer. Form of skin cancer that, if not caught early, can be fatal. And how did you get to be involved with this? I had stage three melanoma. And Kathy, being the registered nurse, tell us about the different stages. What does that mean? Uh, you know, I am not an expert. Oh, You're talking right? to a labor and delivery nurse here, <laughs> and you know, but it's stage well, Holly, three is Holly fairly... has been through that twice. She has two very handsome sons. Right. Yeah. But, right? And, but uh, stage three is fairly advanced. It, yeah, yes, when it goes to your lymph nodes. Exactly. Ooh. So that's and pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty grateful to them, though. It catches yeah. it. Yeah. Once right. it catches it. And what was the first sign that, that you had difficulties? I had a mole, just with a little bit of an uneven edge. Mm-hmm. I had it removed. Everything was fine. It wasn't considered a big deal. It right. was come back in six months, but within six months, I had a, a lymph node by my hip mm-hmm. that I started to feel. Right. Uh-huh. So when we checked it out and had it removed, it came back positive. And I should describe Holly for our listening audience, besides the fact that she's young and beautiful, she has fair skin, blue eyes, blonde hair. Is this uh, some Someone who's susceptible to this kind of skin mm. problems, oh, as completely. opposed to an old, gray-haired, brown-eyed geezer like me. I think <laughs> we're all susceptible to it. That's important to know, folks. All right. kidding aside. E- everybody can get it. That's how Bob Marley passed. Oh, yeah. He had melanoma on his toe that he never On treated. his toe? Yep. Wow. And it metastasized to his brain, so. Wow. I'm hearing more and more about it, that, you know, President Carter mm-hmm. has right. melanoma, and right. I, it, it's, you have to catch it. If well, you can catch it. It's a whole, more and more doctors. I mean, I think we have to be more diligent. If we have moles, they should be looked at during all our physicals. Yes. You know, a dermatologist is really, the who pers- can tell the difference between what is going to what, be life-threatening. There are other skin cancers that can be also dangerous, dangerous but they're right. not they're not going to turn into melanoma. Right. But if you have any change in your mold, sure. you should have somebody take a yes. look at it. You know, right. and, and uh, we, we've talked about this on Radio Rotary before, that uh, visit to the doctor, first of all, your health checkup every year is important. And anything that's uh, strange or weird, don't just sit around going, ah, no big deal. Right. Go to your doctor, have it checked out. So well, what are the kind of things, uh, Holly Vanderbeck, that people should be looking for uh, when they uh, either put on their makeup or shave in the morning? I think you just check and make sure if anything looks different, unusual, you haven't noticed it before something is bleeding, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you, it scratches and it, and it 
you know, you find you have a cut that's, you know, that keeps sort of reappearing, you should check that out. There's ocular melanoma. If you have something floating in your eye and you don't get it checked, yeah. melanoma can, it really can hit anyone. I, but I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I take medication for migraines and I have something on my eye that I was concerned about. And I right away went to my doctor and he, you know, he said, yeah, you have a little growth there. And do you wear sunglasses? And I don't. And he said, well, you better start, you know. So and you mean, so Kathy Kruger, producer Kathy Kruger, when you said you take medication for your big headaches, it wasn't me and Sarah? No, it wasn't <laughs> you, Sarah. No, I get migraines a lot. And so Our, it can change, you know, the pressure. And so he wanted to make sure he checks my eyes all the time. And just You really do have to right. protect your eyes, your skin. Yes. Sunscreen is great. I, You know, there are all kinds. Whatever works for you is what I would promote because I think the risk of melanoma is higher than worrying about which sunscreen is safe or not safe. I get a lot of that every time I bring up sunscreen. Oh, well, this study. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I feel like you're safe from melanoma than worrying about sunscreen. Our guest on Radio Rotary, Holly Vandeback, who um, herself came up with stage three melanoma. And Holly, let's talk a little bit about your personal story. Uh, right. Holly's a, a dear family friend. I know multiple generations of her family, and uh, we were worried about your kid. And um, so you first found this mole, right? Right. And you went to the doctor. I went, and it was removed. Right. I, I learned a little bit. You want a punch biopsy versus having the top taken off, because mm-hmm. then it's hard to read how deep the mole goes. But then, you know, then we just sort of were going to watch and treat it, and it turned out it went into my lymph nodes. And once that happened, it there was n- no time. Within two weeks, I had all the lymph nodes removed from my leg. And then within a month from healing, we started treatment, which was high-dose interferon for a month, and then a year of home treatment shots of interferon. And you're okay now? Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> so far, so good. You, you know, I don't diligent. take anything for granted. But now, So you, you didn't have to do chemotherapy or... Uh, interferon is, is a, like for, a, it's a form, form of it. It's, it's called immunotherapy. Okay, right. And it revs up your immune system because melanoma can only be caught by your own immune system once it's in your body. I mean, there are, I think certain stages get radiation and there are different types, types. of immunotherapy, okay. but that is, it was a year of that. Okay. And did they tell you what caused it? I mean, when you were a kid, were you out in the sun uh, at your parents' pool, for example, without sunscreen on? I grew up in Florida. I lived in Florida till I was seven. Mm-hmm. And then we went down every year and stayed for a couple of months until I was in my teens. And they feel like childhood sunburns uh-huh. are very damaging. They leave permanent damage to your skin that you don't see for years. And I did go to tanning beds in my 20s. Mm. So oh, but I would... Those are bad, bad, they're bad. They're horrible. Yeah. Bad, they're bad, horrible. bad. I see younger and younger teenagers going and before a dance. And the age group for melanoma has dropped. It is one of the cancers that has the youngest age group that's been rising since. You know, of course, course in my day, I was actually a lifeguard on the beaches in, in Queens. You wouldn't believe that looking at my less than a donuts-like body today. But 50 years ago, I was a lifeguard. And, um, you know, you put suntan oil on. And it wasn't a protective measure. It was so that you could you, look you could, better right. for the girls who hung around the lifeguard station, you know? I don't think they had sunscreen no. back sunscreen no, when I didn't. was no. a kid. I think they probably used zinc when they used something right. which wasn't what you were going to put on. To so sunscreen's beach. important, right? Very. Mm-hmm. 
Hats? Hats, protect your eyes. I think men have to watch their scalps, right? I think that's where... You can where see my scalp easier now. You have to protect it, <laughs> yes. And I, I think just being aware of when to protect yourselves. I spend a lot of time with my kids getting them to put on the sunscreen before they go out to play a sport. Mm-hmm. And they're very because involved in sports. Very. So right. baseball, there's there's plenty of, of stories of baseball players getting melanoma. and Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, you know, I, I yelled at my sons. He used to, you know, work on uh, the theater over in Hyde Park. He was doing roofing there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dear God, would you please put sunscreen on? He was coming home burnt. I was like, what are you thinking? You know, and I think a lot of people, a lot of men, especially in the summer, oh, sort of yeah. see a sunburn as like a hard day. Like it's they worked hard exactly. and we were out. And, it's macho. But it's, it's bad. You just have to prevent burning. Right. Exactly. Really, and put on your sunscreen before you go outside. It needs it's about 20 minutes to Just, work. Right. We do that with our grandchildren. And, and you know, um, a lot of guys wear baseball caps, and they don't realize that still uh, the top of your ears are not protected. And the so back to, of your neck. Yeah. Oh. So right, right. You have to put on sunscreen for that. We, we took our radio rotary microphones down to Australia to cover the Rotary International Convention in Sydney, and down there they have a very high incidence of, uh, of skin cancers from sun exposure, mm-hmm. and it's the law that kids have to go out with these big, you know, crocodile dundee board brim hats. They do. We follow a website called Beard Season and Beard Season, beard season it's, a, it's run by a man with a huge beard and my oldest has a beard and so he, he, you he know, looks he's like sort Abraham of, he's sort of related to the website and on this movement was started when they lost a friend to melanoma so part of their wait wait their how cat, old was he I believe he was maybe his early 20s. Because oh, you said, dear. yeah, I was going to say. Wow. No, he was Your very young, and very it was young. very yeah. fast. Oh no, gosh, men yeah. men have to be careful. I mean, right. women have the same battle, but men seem to have a higher risk of it being fatal. Really? So, okay. Yeah, so I work hard at home making sure, sure we your boys, right. take care and of ourselves. And you also uh, have become a, a sort of an evangelist for this. You go out and do public speaking. You've gotten involved in uh, fight against melanoma. I'm going to find out more about that, Holly Bandebeck, in just a, a minute. But first, let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebowasa. My co-host Sarah O'Connell is away this week, but we have our producer, Kathy Kruger, on the mic. Our very special guest, my good friend, Holly Vanderbeck, telling about the fight against melanoma. And Kathy, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500 and by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, your regional bank bank for all your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit us at salisburybank.com and by the Rotary Clubs of New City, New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, and Poughkeepsie, Arlington. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. 
Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, and commercial lending, trust and wealth management services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, and now including the Riverside Bank Division with offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh, New York. Salisbury Bank is your local personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Check them out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser. My co-host, Sarah O'Connell, is away this week, but we have Kathy Kruger, boss lady, producer. Hi, Kathy. <laughs> I'm not the boss. <laughs> I don't bust Jonah around. I don't. No. Well, okay. That's what she says on the, on the air, folks, but you know how it is. <laughs> and I get to say hi, Holly, again. Hi, Holly Vanderbeck. Hi, Jonah. Hi, Holly. Holly's a I very got... dear friend, mm-hmm. and uh, we're talking about melanoma, <laughs> which, mel- uh, Holly, what is melanoma again? Melanoma is a form of skin cancer that can be deadly if it's not caught. And your interest in this came from? I have had melanoma. I'm still, I think, technically... You're a survivor. Yeah. Yeah, you had stage Sorry three, which is uh, kind of nasty. Yes. yes. And you went through a lot of treatments and uh, you had a lot of people praying for you. It was a long couple you. of years. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people and praying for you. You had young children at the time uh, who are somewhat older now. Yes. They're all big. They're all handsome. And they're pretty good about sunscreen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because mom won't <laughs> let them get out of the house without the sunscreen. Yeah. Good for So, mom. remind our uh, audience who may have tuned in late, what are the, some of the warning signs, some of the things they should be looking for about melanoma? You should look for uneven moles, things that show up that weren't there before, things that bleed, you know, that that didn't before or that just showed up that do. And it Co- can be color it, changes. Color changes, dark, darker. I think is, mm-hmm. is, but I don't think mine was. Okay. I think it just had a little edge to it that I went, oh, there's just a little, like it almost looked like it was dry skin around the yeah, edge. Yeah, you know, but, it's, it's funny you should talk about the dry skin. I was shaving one day and I'm, you know, putting on the aftershave. I said, I said what is this dry patch here? And I went to uh, my doctor who sent me to a dermatologist and uh, he uh, did the full blue light special scan and uh, all over my body and looked at things and he removed this thing and he said it was precancerous it wasn't cancer but mm-hmm. I uh, fortunately we caught it in time so folks don't just wish it away. Just don't ignore it. If you see something that's strange, that's what you have with the health insurance for. Go to your doctor. You yeah. should get it checked. Get it it's checked. better if you catch melanoma while it's still on your skin. It has a very high success rate of, right. of not getting so serious. Before it spreads around. It spread, sure. in your case, Holly, to your lymph nodes and your leg? Yes. And I had the uh, surgery to have them all removed. I was blessed with the best surgeon. I just can't thank him enough. So uh, it was, you found the the lymph node in your leg, right? That you... Right in my hip. In your hip. In, where like was, groin area. Where was the, the mole that you found that... that on the back of on the back of my hip. On the back of your hip. Yes. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. So my was, lower back, I guess. Okay. And you were talking that Barb Marley died from uh, uh, something that was on his toe. Right. Yes. So I, I mean, people huh. have this vision, it's got to be on your face. No. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Melanoma can be anywhere, anywhere, anywhere at all. Right. It can be on your scalp. It can be on your feet. It can be in between your toes. Right. A lot of people find it on their shins. Right. I met several people found a mole on the back of their calf. That's a spot that the sun hits all the time in mm-hmm. shorts. Bob Marley passed of it. I have friends who are Italian who have had it. You have to be careful. I wouldn't assume because you aren't redheaded and freckled that you're 
safe from it. So um, in your case, uh, you know, you were fortunate. You had a good surgeon. You've been taking the treatments, and uh, you've been checking up on yourself. But uh, sun exposure is, is, is one of the big issues here, is it not? Yes, very. And, uh, you know, you were t- we were kidding around about not letting your, your kids out of the house without sunscreen, but that is important. And no, also, I really don't. And I also really... covering clothing, hats. Mm-hmm. I found really also finding, like, what kinds of sunscreen they like was important because if they didn't like it, they They wouldn't put it on. And if my youngest, certain smells, certain Mm -hmm. ones that smelled really good, he was fine with it. If he didn't like the way it smelled, he he just wasn't going to put it on. he wants to smell good for the girls because he's a handsome devil. (laughs) 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 Well, uh, you you see on these uh, sunscreen bottles, these SPF and the numbers, what's that all about? It's the, I think it's the hours that that it's supposed to protect you. They all... With water or being outside, you probably, with every two hours, should reapply your sunscreen. Really? Every two hours? I think so, especially if you're if you're swimming when you come out, you should put it on. It takes about 25 minutes to start to work again, so you have to be careful of that. Uh, you really want, it's the UVA and UVB protection is what you're looking for on well, your sunscreen. Well, the UVA is ultraviolet, I would think. And then there's the second, I think, is UVB. Right. And that seems to be the what's really protecting your skin from from sun, sun. from aging, mm-hmm. from all of those And you told us elements. that uh, one of the things that uh, you were doing as a teenager was tanning beds. As and, and in my early 20s, in your early yeah. 20s, yeah. I definitely and at times did. Before a trip, before a vacation, we would... That contributes to this? Absolutely. I, I would hope to God that when teenagers nowadays go into those tanning beds that they would have some kind of warnings about... They do have warnings, okay. and a lot of states have outlawed anybody under 18 going. Oh, okay. I, it's just, it's picking up speed because the numbers of melanoma have risen so, so dramatically, dramatically since tanning beds have been so easy to use. Yeah. So Holly Vandeback, are there organizations out there to help uh, melanoma patients or uh, who uh, perhaps are doing research into this? There absolutely are. There's melanoma.org. There is AIM at Melanoma, A-I-M at Melanoma. There are several. The Skin Cancer website is fantastic. American Cancer Society? Yes, absolutely. They all will point you to the right places as well. So folks, get a pencil and paper. We'll have uh, our guest, Holly Vanderbeck, uh, repeat those uh, websites uh, a little bit later in the show, and uh, you can write them down, and especially the tips on how to protect yourself, you know, wearing hats, wearing sunscreen, you know, trying to stay out of the too too bright sun for too long. Holly, uh, as a family friend, I know that you had your ups and downs with this. Um, What about for somebody who's out there suffering? Uh, We have a lot of people who suffer from cancer, whether it's melanoma or other types. It's easy to say, but hard to do to keep your spirits up. What did you? Do? How did you do that? Because you're a very, very positive right. person. Were, were, was there a, su- a support group that you were in, or are there are there support? There groups? are support there groups. Absolutely, be, all sure. of the websites yeah. that I mentioned definitely can lead you to support groups. I think I knew I needed to stay positive because right. I had kids that were watching to see right. how I was going to handle it, and sort of maintaining based on how how it was going and there were I mean they were a huge help uh, interferon makes you feel like you get the flu yeah after your every shot so it, there were days I was fine and there were days where you just felt crummy. where they picked up yeah. the slack a lot but yeah. they were really good about it but it definitely helps to be able to talk to friends the more you do treatment I think the more you sort of want to kind of curl up yeah but you need to be able to see friends and family I found their sporting events were a huge way for me to feel better. I was out. I, you know, it was fresh air. It was watching my kids. It was my kids' friends. Their 
the group of parents were huge as far as my sporting parents were really a huge help. Oh, good. Okay. And um, you, you were out there on Facebook. I mean, you know, we just go to see tra- keep track of your progress. I mean, besides uh, talking to your parents who are dear friends of mine, we could uh, just look at your Facebook page because you were out there on Facebook. We gave, Yeah, I liked giving updates. It was a real, Facebook was a big help. It was a really nice way to put out anything new or any updates if I had a test and it was all was good. It was really nice to be able to let what, people know. Like a journal for you almost? I, yeah, I, I had a page. I was. Um, it's called Holly's List. Oh, okay. And I would put updates on it, and it was nice being able to... The, that was another thing, that everybody who sort of commented, and it was really supportive. That was really... You know, Facebook can get overwhelming, I think, for everybody yeah. at times, but I found for when, when you need help or you're sick, it was great. Oh, okay. It really made a huge difference. Just kind of people giving them your support and you letting them know yeah. what was happening. When I did the month-long interferon at the hospital, there was friends put together you know, dinner every night that we came home. Somebody dropped oh. off dinner and somebody picked up my kids. And it was really a huge network of friends and family that really picked up the slack and made it so that we could just get through the day. You know, what you say, Holly, uh, is very important to understand that um, just as important as maybe to make donations to these various organizations to help with research is if you've got a friend or a family member with cancer, they need chores done. I mean, we right. have somebody in, in, in my home town of Red Hook who's uh, coping with stage four cancer and uh, you know we've gotten together and just do meals for the family and, and gift cards for gasoline to get back and forth to the doctor. These little things make so Makes much of a difference. The dinners difference. were huge. Yeah. Rides to the hospital were a really big help. My husband worked in Poughkeepsie so if I got a ride to Poughkeepsie he would pick me up on his way home and that was really nice because I knew I could come home with him when I was starting to not feel good and mm-hmm. that was a, a big help. The gas cards are great. I also found that um, because it was support for you there was and a house family. Cleaning group for yeah. cancer patients that, or any illness that yeah. would be amazing right. because that was the one thing that nobody wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that Including was something you. where, you know, the couple times that, you know, my sister-in-law and my, my best friend and they came over and their daughters, both my niece and my, my girlfriends, they cleaned up my house. They were cleaning, they were scrubbing the shower. It was the sweetest thing I'd ever oh. seen and it was so nice. It really made a huge That way you can impact. focus on just feeling you just better. lay down and recover. Right. <laughs> right. So Holly Vandeback, in the minute we have left, uh, tell people why it's important to check themselves out, wear sunscreen and what to do if they find something. Oh, it's important. I, I would love I would love for you to avoid the journey I went on and for your loved ones to not have to. If you can protect your kids, it is important. I I think that, you know, finding the balance between covering them head to toe and, and, and knowing that some sun is all right for them. I mean, just don't get burned. Just don't That's burn, the biggest right? thing that I've learned. Don't burn. Just be sensible. Right. And just take precautions. Mm-hmm. They're worth it in the long run because it really wasn't a fun journey, but I learned a lot. Yeah. And I get to sort of protect my kids, which I might not have done. So. And we've learned a well. lot in the past half hour. Holly Vandebeck, thank, thank you. you so much for oh, sharing your you. story. And thank you for being on Radio Rotary this morning. Thank you for having me. And Kathy, who do we have to thank? <laughs> Kathy, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500 and by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank. 
Bank, your regional bank for all your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit us at SalisburyBank.com and by the Rotary Clubs of Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Walkhill East, Wappingers, and Warwick Valley. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell will be back next week. Our producer, Kathy Kruger, and our Wizard of the Buttons, our fabulous engineer, Mr. Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Trebowasa. Thank you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. And put on that sunscreen. (laughs) Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.